This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. And we're back. I'm Rich. And I am Paul. And we are here to talk to you today about some Star Wars shit, because that's what we fucking do. I mean, I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast, Jeff, <laughs> you should realize by now it's going to be Star Wars stuff. Like. At least easily, easily. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Jeff. What do you expect? Right. What, what do you expect? Like fucking space 1999? No, this is Star <laughs> Wars, man. <laughs> Specifically today, we're going to talk about uh, we're going to we're going to start talking about the Star Wars current comic series. The, the series that started in I think it's 2020. I think it started yeah, in 2020. 2020. Yep. Uh, and the first six issues of it is 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 a a story in its uh, in its own right. It's called the Destiny Path. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna dive right into that. We're diving. So so this this series, just so everybody knows, it takes place right after Empire Strikes Back, and it's supposed to take us up to the events of Return of the Jedi. And it's, it's like right after. It's like yeah, like literally like Luke in the Millennium Falcon. No hand. No hand thingy yeah. and yeah. yeah, meeting Lando the first time. Luke meets Lando. All this stuff. It's right after all the all the appropriate like everything that you wish you knew about, like how they got from Cloud City aboard the Millennium Falcon to the Rebel fleet. Yeah, and all the tribulations in between. Yeah including Luke's reticence to get a new fucking hand for some reason. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, We'll get, we'll there. get there. But how about, I? let me suggest this. Let me, yeah. let me, let me posit that this is a good time yeah. for the rich Davenport patent pending, uh, patent applied for <laughs> uh, forms. Forms have been filled out, not yet submitted, but they've been filled out patent uh, synopsis. Okay. I got that. I got you. I got, I got you, bro. Immediately following the end of The Empire Strikes Back, Luke, Leia, Chewie, R2, 3PO, and the cautious ally, Lando Calrissian, race from Cloud City to rejoin the Rebel fleet. Luke is tormented by what he discovered on the gas mining station. The evil Sith Lord, Darth Vader, is Luke's father. The revelation has left Luke's connection with the Force tenuous at best, and he cannot contact his mentor, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Leia, for her part, is equally concerned with finding Han Solo, frozen in carbonite and taken off the station by bounty hunter Boba Fett, and reassembling the rebel fleet as they were scattered after their defeat at Hoth. Lando wants to make amends and prove himself worthy of Leia and the rebels' trust, so he accompanies the others on a mission to return to Cloud City. Luke wants to find his lightsaber, lost in battle with Vader. Leia wants to study the carbon freezing process so she can free Han when they find him, and Lando... Well, Lando has under other plans. He rescues his friend Lobot, who has been enslaved by the Empire as a central hub for the Cloud City network. That done, Lando and Lobot sabotage the Empire's gas mining operation, which will hobble the Empire for a while at least. Luke is unable to find his lightsaber, but regains his connection with the Force. Leia is captured and frozen in carbonite, but is rescued by Lando and Luke, as the, and the group steals an Imperial shuttle, and Luke reclaims his X-Wing, which he had left there when they escaped Cloud City the first time. The group splits up, Lando and Chewie heading for Tatooine to find out if Boba Fett had delivered Han yet. Luke heads for the planet Sorelia in a search for a mysterious woman that he saw in a Force vision, and Leia prepares the Starlight Squadron for their first mission. 
Luke discovers a Force-sensitive woman named Verla who tries to kill him when she learns that he is Vader's son. He's rescued by R2, again, and Luke manages to coax him out of Verla that she was once a Padawan, or hoped to be, until the Jedi Purge. She has to further explain what the Jedi Purge was and what Sith Inquisitors are to Luke and sets him on a path to find a new lightsaber. But before he sets out, Verla insists that just because the Force calls doesn't mean that Luke has to answer. Luke sets out to find the Jedi Temple on the planet Tempis that Verla tells him about and discovers a new lightsaber and other Jedi artifacts guarded by a Sith Inquisitor. Luke defeats him and takes the lightsaber with him as he returns to the Rebel fleet where the Starlight Squadron is preparing for their first mission and are looking for a ray of hope. Hope. Not a new hope. This one's an old hope, but it's a hope (laughs) nonetheless. Uh, Used hope. (laughs) Gently used hope. Bargain discount uh, hope. (laughs) Bargain discount hope so there you have it that is the episode 10 uh, uh, discount hope <laughs> <laughs> episode 10 regifted hope uh <laughs> so the sith inquisitor that luke meets is actually in the darth vader series from 2017 the one where it takes place between sith and and uh new hope all right yeah yeah nice so i and wonder the other ones the other ones they show are the ninth sister and the second sister from fallen order from fallen order right? so yeah definitely definitely tying into things there yeah right? yeah and that was actually kind of the first thing i started to think about as as i was reading through these was what i didn't realize until the second or third issue was that the guy who wrote the high republic novel mm-hmm. also wrote these books these these issues of the comic and i and and then you start to see them start to just drop little mentions of things that are tied to high republic right the the beacon thing yeah um starlight starlight yeah then they even say high republic at some point Mm -hmm. they refer to it as high republic so it's it's like it's really deep in terms of like i would love to be in the room where people at disney are just creating the superstructure of all this shit yeah. Right. Yeah. Because because yeah. Star Wars has very much become in the last couple of years, and especially now with all the announcements and new things popping up, it's becoming a Marvel like Marvel V2, right? Mm-hmm. Of like multimedia, multi whatever, mm-hmm. but everything is much more coordinated than Star Wars was before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's got it's got sort of got one architect or set of architects that are really sort of guiding and shaping more than it ever used to be. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It was very much Wild West before 2015 or whatever oh, yeah. it was, right? Yeah, definitely. And 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 so you start like all of a sudden we're we're at one point if if we look at if I think back to the materials that we've read from years past and things like that, I I'm I am not surprised when things like contradict or bump up against each other a little bit you know where you know something that they mention in like han solo's revenge Mm -hmm. is either forgotten or discarded or whatever by the time you get to anything later yeah this time around with the new ownership and the new whatever like it's very meticulous in terms of like i get the sense that you won't have that very much going forward you know you're gonna have 
super coordinated, super like, like following a path, like a large path laid out for you already, which is, which, right. Which is not what star Wars was before. Not that I'm not arguing bad or good. I'm just saying like, right. right from anything that happened in the star Wars universe from 1995 or from 1990 to 1995, let's just say, Mm -hmm. there was nobody who was like, in these five years, we're going to advance the story in this way. It was more like, hey, let's make Star Wars shit. Right? (laughs) You know what I mean? And like, absolutely. It's it, it, so it's such a different feel now versus so much of the stuff that we've sort of either in that time that we saw you more than me, but a little bit, but then in the things that we've gone through and talked through from that, that pre pre force awakens era mm-hmm. of like, maybe the Sith are this, maybe the Sith are this, maybe the force is this, maybe the force is this things are just like, just tightening down a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The, the beautiful thing about what they're doing with high Republic is that's only 200 years. Yeah. Prior to yep. Phantom Menace. Right. Yeah. Or is it 200 years before A New Hope? Uh, Nothing that matters. We're talking about it over decades, so it doesn't really yeah, make that much yeah. of a difference. But So it's 200 years prior to the yeah, stuff that we yeah. know. And that still leaves open the possibility that some of this other stuff may get incorporated, or at least they still have this vast past, yeah. the dawn of the Jedi, so to speak, to, yeah. to really explore and backfill if they want to. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I spent some time thinking about like during while I was reading this, the era of Star Wars that I like the best. And oh, yeah. And I think I, I really think it is between Revenge of the Sith to prior to Force Awakens, I think mm-hmm. is my favorite time frame. Like I want to see the run up to our heroes, the people that I grew up with, and I want to see where they went after. You know, yeah, yeah, and so like the Mandalorian. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything for you for the Mandalorian, but the Mandalorian takes place after Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. and so there are still very familiar pieces, very familiar like architectural pieces. Yeah, yeah, not just from a building standpoint, but from a from a universe standpoint, like right, Th- like, like this is this is the current events that have gone on in the universe, right? right yeah, right. Yeah. So like it, it plays on that. It plays on that desire to still just kind of exist in that. We talked about this before we started recording Ghost of Tsushima, how I want to exist in that world. This is the, yeah. this is my version of that for Star Wars. This is the area that I want to exist in. Oh, right. Vader trying to get his footing, you know, all the way up to yeah. okay, Vader's gone. How does the empire respond? Yeah. You know, what's the rebuilding process, that whole thing. You know, that's interesting because so I think I'm right there with you in terms of like where I want to sort of be. Yeah. But also like there's, there has to be, no, there doesn't have to be, but there's, there's gotta be thoughts somewhere about how do we create characters that are as iconic as Vader or yeah. as iconic as Luke or Leia. Right. Because, tough one. because, because for just, just purely from a, like, I hate to say it this way, but from, from a business standpoint, you want to keep having generations of people tied in who have that same feeling of i want to live in this blah right and for for you and i wanting to sort of like chew on 
original trilogy plus or minus 10 years mm-hmm. kind of time frame is because that's where our, our lives happened. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. And so, you know, who knows, like, you know, your son or my daughter may or may not have like a similar thing. Maybe for them, if they, if they are into Star Wars to the same degree or some, some less degree, maybe it's different characters for them, you know, yeah. by the time yeah. they come around a little bit more to it, if, if they do. And I don't yeah. know if they don't. That ties together with what we were talking about, the, the, the marvelization of Star Wars. Yeah. In terms yeah. of like developing more iconic characters that people want to sit and chew on, you know? That's a, that is a tall fucking order though. Right. I I mean, how do you, I mean, Darth Vader, he's imposing, you know, not just, not just as a character, as a concept, it's it's imposing, you know, I mean, this is a, I think the tough part is everything's destiny with the, with the, era that i'm kind of quote unquote obsessed with it's all about destiny it's all about like okay well vader was the chosen one now there's supposed to be this balance right so like yeah. okay, well you, you you know it, it luke is destined to you know bring his dad back you know and all this yeah. other stuff it's just it's it's tough to overcome something that's that huge you know and i think they tried to do that with with ray but i think i think they they really Ah oh, man, I think I really screwed the pooch with that. They should not have made her Palpatine's daughter. I mean, if you want to bring the Emperor back, bring him back. But that's the thing. I think. Oh, I think. Dude, like, I think the sequel trilogy really missed the opportunity. Like, I think they started off wanting to do iconicness yeah. with Kylo Ren, Ray, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, Stormtrooper guy. Oh, I can't remember his name. Finn, Finn <laughs> yeah. and Poe. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like those four are certainly people that were being set up to be next generation iconic. Mm-hmm. And then of course, rise of Skywalker fails to deliver for any of them in terms of that. Yeah. Right. Yep. And, and it's, it seems like no one is interested in post rise of Skywalker yeah. stuff, even though I would, I, I would love it to, yeah. to sort of explore that because, because I, even though rise of Skywalker itself, I didn't, I don't like, I do. I do like the characters of Ray, Finn, Poe, yeah, etc. Right? Absolutely, they're likable like characters. characters. Yeah, I I would like to give them a shot at becoming iconic, mm-hmm. but the the films failed to do that. Right? You know? Yeah. 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 Especially that last one. Jesus. Especially that last one. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll talk yeah. about that one specifically. Oof. But we're let's talk about these comics. Let's talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a little weird that we had to meet Poe Dameron's parents. Yeah. I like, wrote that down. I was like, oh, so little Poe is either either a twinkle in daddy's eye or, you know, or a gestating fetus in mama or right. a little child off in like the battle cruiser nursery or whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> battle cruiser nursery. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't figure out whether Poe was, like an infant or Poe did not, or Poe was like an ultrasound, right? Poe, I, I don't, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, because he, because the father says my, my wife and my son are. Oh yeah. Right. But I, I like, there was no, 
They never they name did, drop him. They they didn't be like, oh, we need to survive so we can go back and see our son. Right. Or or like I might lose both my wife and my son in this battle. Or like right. so you couldn't I couldn't like anchor myself to where Poe is. Yeah. You know, like yeah. So whatever. It's not a huge deal, but it 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 didn't it was ambiguous a little bit. Right. So but, and, but also but also I think you're right. Yeah. I was like, did I did I actually need that? I don't think we I did. Because I think what it does is it belies his character a little bit, right? Because he, I mean, although you could say that it maybe flushes his character out a little bit more, it gives him a little bit more of a, a solid background because basically he is like an ex smuggler, right? I mean, they go out of, they go yeah. out of their way and rise of Skywalker to say, Hey, you know, Poe used to be a spice smuggler, which by the way is exactly what fucking Han Solo was, but whatever. <laughs> Instead of being the Han Solo stand in, now he is Han Solo. I hope, um, I hope the audio can catch my eye roll that. <laughs> Did you get that? I heard did we get that? Yeah. I heard that? Hey, hey, Mike, our producer, did we get that on the on the sound? Yeah, Paul, we got it. Oh, you got okay, it. Okay. Yeah. Got we, it. Okay. Yeah. We got it. Good. So, like, <laughs> but like he he's he's such a quote unquote rebel, right? They go they they go to lengths to make sure that he has this mysterious background and blah blah blah. And now they're just making him part of the system, right? Like he's part of this yeah. this you know rebel this churning rebel system that brings in you know new rebels and you know spits out you know yeah. newer rebels or whatever yeah. so i don't know it felt it felt unnecessary i don't yeah. know it just felt unnecessary i i think i liked this set of comics yeah in general yeah and then some specifics made me go hmm, what's that about right so another thing was so you probably noticed this too when 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 Leia and Chewie and, and and Luke and R two go to Cloud City, mm-hmm. and Lando finds Lobot mm-hmm. jacked into this city's computer stuff, yeah. and Luke is like at the garbage area looking for his lightsaber. Yeah, Lando radios to Luke, "Hey Luke, they're blasting the door. I'm in trouble." And Luke is like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on." I need to dig through a garbage pile to find my lightsaber. Yeah. So be cool. And then he, he looks and he's he, like, there's the shot is of Luke gazing out at acres of garbage. Yeah. And, and Luke is like, well, I guess I would get a bit better, get to it. Not like I better go save Lando, <laughs> but I better start digging through this trash pile yeah. and then go save Lando's imminently ending life. <laughs> from whatever yeah yeah he does kind of give him the old that, brush that off right that didn't make any sense to me like i don't think luke skywalker that i understand right would have treated it that way no. you know no i think it luke was, would have been it was there. weird of course he was still kind of out of sorts i mean we're only days now outside of Empire yeah. back ending right so maybe i mean he did they tried to i think they were trying to give us this feeling that he's a kind of adrift you know, I mean, that's a yeah. big revelation, I guess. But like, I guess it is a big revelation. But like, I guess yeah. I expected more from him, you know, yeah, probably because all I've seen of him between Empire and Jedi at this point was like the beginning of Return of the Jedi, where he's Mr. Confident, right? Mr. Confident Jedi guy. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense that there would be some repercussions there. But I really don't think that yeah. I just don't think that I don't the, think that Luke would just give up on him like that. I think Yeah, like the the repercussions I'm so I'm glad that the story is trying to hook into 
Luke being like, holy fuck, that guy's my dad. Yeah, yeah. The most evil dude in the whole galaxy is my dad. Yeah. Like that that makes sense as a like mind-blowing thing for Luke. Yeah. But just the Lando thing didn't like because Luke can still like fly a fighter mm-hmm. through sp- city defenses. Like he clearly can still act in the moment and be cognizant of things. So like it was so clearly irrational of Luke to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Right. I need to dig through this pile of garbage before I save your life. That, that, that for me was my, like, this is just weird. Yeah. That, but, but, but it was, it was, but it was isolated weird. Right. Because right. for me, the rest of like Luke in this arc was like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially when he meets this like old, th- yeah. this older Padawan lady. Yeah. Like, and trying to get it all figured out and stuff like that makes that that made sense to me that was like i'm figuring my shit out i don't know what's left and what's right yeah i guess i gotta go to this temple now and find a <laughs> lightsaber that really like, worked for me by the way that, like that yeah whole interaction. that yeah. that worked for me it really did yeah and great a great tie back to like high republic kind of stuff where there mm-hmm. probably were like jedi temples all over the place right mm-hmm. and great tie up to like to sort of luke kind of digging deep and going, you know what? I do want to be a Jedi. Yeah. You know, like that was that I thought that was pretty well done. Yeah. I think, I think they made a, they made a big thing out of like, Oh, he lost his connection to the force, but he got his groove back pretty damn quick. Didn't he? Yeah. And I, and I wasn't quite sure what it meant for him to lose his connection to the force Yeah, because like every time he needed it, he did some pretty amazing things. Yeah, he did. Right. Well, I mean, he, he just he, pulled a bunch of TIE fighters together. And, like, he likes, he like mentally smushed a bunch of TIE fighters together. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he turned off all of those carbonite freezing things at once. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. And um, distract the stormtroopers. Yeah. And so it like, it was, what was weird to me was that I, I was, I kept thinking to myself, I don't understand what it means for Luke to feel like he's not connected to the force because every time he reaches out, he does something except when it means to talk to Obi-Wan, right? That's the thing that's cut off for him is the, is the, like he, in the past, he could be like, Hey, Obi-Wan, should I stop now for a bathroom or can I make it to Coruscant? <laughs> can I make it to Coruscant? Right. And Obi-Wan would be like, you can make it go on to Coruscant you know, or whatever. <laughs> But now he can't, for some reason, he can't like knock on the door of the force and get Obi-Wan. Right. You know? Right. But even then, like he's still like, where is it? When he's in the garbage area of Cloud City, yeah. and he's like, maybe I should just reach out to the force and see if I can find my lightsaber. He is just beset by so many force provided imagery things, right? That I'm like, this guy has lost his connection to the force. Yeah. It feels like the force is just pouring through him. You know what I mean? So I, I guess I was just was still I was a little bit lost on what it meant for you, Luke to have lost his connection at times. Do you do you think that maybe he shut it off? Like he just he subconsciously just was like, oh, man, nah, I'm not touching that right now because that's what happened to my dad. You know what I mean? Like my dad went dark when he played with this, and you know what I mean? Like maybe. Yeah, I mean that's that's a plausible explanation. Okay. Um. I wonder yeah. I wonder what was the impetus for him to come back to that then because he comes back to it pretty quick 
where he's like, okay, yeah. well, I'm good now, and we'll keep going, you know? I'm going to be a Jedi! Right. And he like raises the lightsaber, and everyone's like, oh, it's a lightsaber! Ooh. Yeah. Like, you know. But, like, a, a couple of other things happen really fast. Well, one, for sure. One thing happens really fast, too, in that like, he gets his hand. When did he get his hand? Yeah. Like, I missed that. Like, he, like, he didn't have a hand. He's just blasting like, things. Right. He's like, man, I don't know if I want to get this just yet. I'm just a little, got a little anxiety about it, you know. And Leia's like, you should go get it. And he's like, ah, maybe I will. I don't know. And then, like, when they're on the mission, he's got the hand. It's like, wait. But, it's like he fell into the hand pit and yeah. one just, like, attached to his arm. And he's yeah. like, okay, I got it. Just mind. accidentally got one on his hand. Oh, Oops. on his arm. Well, there we go. Oops. Somebody dropped this. I guess it fits me, you know. Like, <laughs> it just, it was, yeah, it was weird. It was. It was really strange there. <laughs> I don't know why I started thinking about this. Maybe it was, maybe it was, this is a weird thing, a weird comment or a weird thought. So follow me for a second here. Okay. I think it was, I think Palpatine's face spurred me to think. So when Luke is like looking, he's like asking the force to guide him in the garbage pit. And he has this, this, there's two pages of a vision, (laughs) right? Of various things. Yeah. And one one of the faces is Palpatine in his vision. And it got me thinking about Return of the Jedi. What I never realized about that movie, and tell me if I'm wrong or mistaken or whatever, is that, like, while Luke, while it is important that Luke become a Jedi, I think, mm-hmm. the actual success of the rebellion and the moving forward of things in that movie weren't really Luke's doing. So, take for example, the destruction of the Death Star and the killing of Vader and Palpatine. Right. If Luke, if Luke hadn't been there, those two would still have died, right? Because the Death Star blows up. Nobody, there's nobody going to survive that, right? right? That's true. That's and true. if Luke hadn't been on the shuttle, Vader wouldn't have been. Wait a minute, I'm going to go down to the planet and see what's up with this kid, right? Right. Like, and so the the little the little guerrilla strike force that goes and shuts off the shield could have just done their job then, right? So shut off the shields, they do their job, fighters come in, blow up Death Star, Palpatine and Vader die on board there. And it's done. So like it just just in the context of Return of the Jedi, in sort of the narrow sense of like rebellion objectives, Luke didn't do very much. For the rebellion in Return of the Jedi, Luke didn't do very much. He might have actually caused problems he caused like right right so <laughs> be, fucking, yeah. fucking luke <laughs> fucking this fucking guy <laughs> i never i never thought about it that way before of of like it's maybe it, like it's important i guess that luke become a jedi right for the future and all that kind of stuff but in terms of destroying the death star and defeating vader and palpatine didn't need luke you didn't right, need luke right. It would have happened anyway. <laughs> yeah, know? they were gonna they were gonna blow that up. Gonna, I, they were gonna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but 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 the thing that's is, why that's why I asked you take it. Walk me back from this ledge. Okay, so I'm gonna yeah, walk yeah. you back. I think I, I'm gonna try to walk you back. Yeah. The the more important thing here is that Luke Luke's actions on Death Star Two directly influence Vader to return to the light side. 
See the, the and so that's the, to me that's like the distinction there, right? Is that yeah for the rebellion for the for the like the for like the common the common man in the galaxy, the common person. Excuse me. True. Whether You're Vader sexist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Fucking misogynist. Um, Sorry, fucking misogynist. <laughs> podcast host. The whether whether Vader comes to in the last moments of his life. Mm-hmm. Means nothing to Joe Ty- Joe X-wing pilot <laughs> in the rebellion, right? Yeah, you know, like eh, it, the the Death Star would have blown or not blown anyway, right? Yeah. And he and he's dead. Better is it. The only the only person it changes is Luke, and that is good for the follow-on stuff, right? That is that is that is really really good for anything that happens post return of the Jedi. Right. And I mean, that means, and this is not necessarily a huge personal gripe with the movie, but it's just yeah. an angle I had never thought of. No, it's a, it's a really good point. It's a really good point. It mm. doesn't, it doesn't like, it doesn't ruin the movie. No, but it's, a, it's a valid point. I mean, this was, this was, these machinations were already underway. Yeah. Luke be damned. Luke and his personal shit basically is what it comes down to. Right. Like I mean, let's be real, Paul. Let's be real, Paul. The movie is called Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. It's not called so Rebellion Wins. It's, it's not called Return Rebellion Blows Up Death Star. <laughs> yeah, it's called yeah. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Somebody has to return. <laughs> so, yeah. So if the Rebellion just wins and there's no Jedi returning, people will be like, an Wait epic a fail. Where's the? Maybe maybe that's what they had to do. At some point, they they wrote the plot for like disabling the shields and blowing up Death Star, and then someone was like, guys. Oh shit! We forgot the we Jedi. We need a Jedi to return here too. Damn it! <laughs> oh crap! So they, so they, you know, they lace in, you know, Luke fighting the Rancor and like Luke somersaulting off things and catching yeah, yeah. the lightsaber that R two shoots out of his head for the on the pleasure skiff and all that. Right. Well, let's talk about R two. Why isn't R two tell, telling Luke at this point? Like now he knows that Luke knows the truth. Why isn't he just spilling the beans? Why isn't he just like, look, Luke, let me level with you, bud. Here's what's going on. Yeah. Like he knows, he knows that Luke knows he's like, well, the, the cat's out of the bag, man. We may as well just, you know, just tell him everything. Right. That's a good point. R2 probably has like holograms in his archive <laughs> yes. that can like tell Luke the things he needs to know. Yeah. Yep. Jesus. That's a really good point. That's a, that's a, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done with Star Wars now. <laughs> I'm done. Game. Oh, oh no. Everything ruined now. Oh, no. Per, per, oh, no. You permanently ruined Star Wars for me <laughs> with that with that massive bleeding plot hole. Whoops. But it is but it is a plot hole because because yeah, R2 R2 explicitly never has his memory wiped. Right. And so he he flew aboard the fighters when Anakin and Obi-Wan uh, you know rescued what's his name and stuff. Yeah. How did R2 get out of that capital ship in that first move in Revenge of the Sith? He was on board Anakin's. Um, No, he got, he got off. That's right. He got off the starfighter. He wandered around. He was with them. He was with them. Okay. Okay. Got it. Never mind. We're good. We're good. Move on. Plot hole avoided. I keep, I keep getting confused in various places of it. So coming back to the, plus or minus 10 years around rebellion era. Yeah. Okay. I keep getting confused on 
how big or small the rebellion is at any one time. Because it seems to me that like quite a, for being one of the main leaders of the rebellion, Leia spends a huge amount of time farting around on like personal things. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> like, like why did Leia have to go learn how carbonite thingies work? She could have just sent like anybody. Look it up on Galactic Wikipedia, right? Or Wikipedia. Whatever. It's Wikipedia. Well, on Wikipedia. Oh shit. Within Star look Wars. On, <laughs> look it up on Wikipedia. How to how to futz with carbonite freezer things and right. like you're good. But she had to go to Cloud City to Empire occupied Cloud City, right? With no, with no actual like enlisted soldier protection or whatever. Right. Just like guy soul searching, you know scoundrel that you may not even trust yeah and wookie who okay the wookie is pretty important right but like and then you and then you yourself the princess <laughs> and and possibly chief person of the rebellion right. has to go like right. stare at the control thingy and figure out how to make the carbonite things work and she doesn't right? even but then but then the really funny part is that lando already knows how to do this <laughs> That's right. because he's the one that tells luke how to fucking do it that's the part that killed me it was like leia spent all this time like planning and figuring out how she was going to get in there and how she was going to fucking like doesn't she have better like things to do <laughs> and 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 like yeah these guys should have like any uh, just cursory thinking would have made them think because because as they're flying in lando's like <laughs> beep 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 on his watch and he disables the entire city's defenses <laughs> from his like proto apple watch yeah thing, from his apple watch yeah. from his apple watch and <laughs> and it could have been like you know wait a minute if he can do everything in the city from that thing, <laughs> maybe he knows how to work the carbonite thingies too. <laughs> well, maybe at some point he could have just because she said what she was going to do before they left. <laughs> Lando, Lando could have been like, "Hold on, I'll tell you how to do it. I'll write wait, it wait. down. We get get a piece of paper and a pen. I'll write it down for you. <laughs> I'll draw you a little yeah. picture of all the buttons Send and just these. just like a just like an arrow saying, "Press yeah. this one, right." <laughs> Twist this knob, push this button. <laughs> you guys are really fucking good point, Paul. Why did she have to be there? Why did she have to get frozen in carbonite herself? That was a my kind of a mind-blowing little thing, too. <laughs> like, and what? and I gotta say, a nice uh, touch by the writers of like yeah. of like taking an iconic thing and mm -hmm. then smushing it into this, right? Because yeah. yeah. Han Solo in Carbonite is like is iconic, right? Yeah. And then like I know. Let's make it so that Leia has done this too. Yeah. That by the time she wakes Han up, she herself has been frozen and unfrozen. Right. Which is kind of a cool. Like, so she knows a cool the, way to work it in. Feel like. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because she says, you know, that she'll say, uh, she'll later say in, in Return of the Jedi, she says something like, uh, "Your eye, your eyesight is going to return in time, but it's because mm. of the, you know, it's because of the carbon hibernation or whatever. Yeah, yeah, hibernation sickness or whatever. Yeah." yeah. So like she's experienced like I don't know ten minutes of that I don't know <laughs> whatever <laughs> but I have an, I have another Leia question yeah up until this point do you think Leia has been around the Force very much I mean I know the Force is in everything and blah 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 but it, all that hippy dippy Jedi bullshit <laughs> but I mean like real world application of the Force I'm saying um, like. 
shit levitating, you know, people doing mind tricks on stuff because she is very cavalier about like levitating blasters and shit like that during this whole thing. Like, oh, why, yeah. why, why wouldn't she be like, oh, my God, what's happening? Oh, this must be that force thing that Luke's using. Nope. So she's just like, fucking give me the blaster. Cool. What else about you? You know, like that was the third. By the way, that was the third example. I forgot of Luke oh. being super powerful out of nowhere. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but yeah, so, so that's a great point. Because as you were thinking about it, I was like, okay, well, Leia grew up during the time of the Empire. Right. Which presumably means that, like, the Empire was like, no, 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 schools can't talk about force shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, yeah. <laughs> in, like, Galaxy History 101, you're not learning right. the Jedi stuff, right? They had their they had their Order 66 initiative or whatever it's called. That was, right? it, was, it was a sweeping initiative. It was more right. than just Jedi murder. Right. It was, it was, it was replacement history altogether. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but but um, so so here's here's a, here's a possible way out though. Here's a possible way out. Okay, is that her father is Bail Organa, who is right. very much a Jedi fan. That's true. He has all so the trading he, cards. He yeah. <laughs> he's got a, he's got an Obi Wan Kenobi rookie card. <laughs> I'm bringing it back to that that episode that we talked about the uh, the guy of oh, the um the retribution was it retribution? What was it? The uh, the one where um. Ulit Kaldroma gets oh. his like uh, gets his comeuppance or whatever. The and, guy like, who's a fan. He's got the dude like, who's got like I've oh, got all his wow. training cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Like oh my god, you guys, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bail Organa, but with you know. So, so you got to think that maybe so one way out is Bail Organa is telling Leia about the Jedi because he's a big fan. One day, if someone's levitating something towards you, it's just it's the force. Like, it's cool. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Le- Le- Leia, I need to talk to you about something really important. <laughs> God, Dad, they teach me about the birds and <gasps> bees at school. <laughs> not that, not that. I just want to talk to, you talk to mom about that, not you. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have these things called galactic cotex. And <laughs> but um, <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you about something that popped up really early on. Vader says to Oh, Commander Zara, I think is her name. Oh, yeah. He says to her that partial success does not exist. You succeed or you do not. And right. it made me think of do or do not. There is, do no, or try. Do not, there is no try. Right. It made me think of only a Sith deals in absolutes. All three of those things are absolutes. Are they not? Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Do or do not. You have to do one or you have to do the other. And yeah. you succeed or you fail. There's no in between, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it's almost it's almost like pithy little one-liner things, right? Don't actually reveal nuanced truth about the universe. Interesting. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> as if what a, what a great hot take, Paul. Tell us more <laughs> about how. <laughs> I've got one more. I've got one more of those. Dude. It is. Uh, it is. Um, either you karate do yes or you karate do no. <laughs> you karate do guess so. Just like grape, right? So, <laughs> so, <clears throat> so look, Miyagi is a fucking Sith, apparently, which explains the whole. <laughs> I. <laughs> Well, or, well, (laughs) 
or a Jedi, right? Because Jedi only because only the Sith deal in absolutes is something that a Jedi says, <laughs> right? right? That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> which just makes which just mixes them both up in the same <laughs> trap, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> well, which, uh, <laughs> that's awesome, dude. <laughs> Shit, that's really good. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. So, so actually, that brings me to Verla. The, uh, oh, yeah. the former Padawanish, yeah, because she also says that she had heard that, right? Yeah, she said, yeah. like, like she makes this connection that like Jedi and Sith, they're the same. It's just, yeah, it's, you know, it's just versions of the Force using you for whatever its grand plan is, and that made me think, what fucking grand plan does the Force have? <laughs> yeah, know? like, like what in the fuck is coming with the force like what is I, like something must be happening right or something might happen i don't like well i don't i don't get it i don't understand what yeah that's a really good question like this is because i like let me let me hit you with the actual quote that she says drop it on me baby the force is a trap it calls to us with dreams of power or skill or just being able to change things. It's the same, light or dark, but it chews us up, uses us for its purposes, whatever bizarre cosmic goals it's trying to achieve, and tells us that it's destiny. We aren't people to it, just tools. Tools named Jedi and Sith. That's her exact quote. So, like... That is, that's, by the way, yeah. that is straight, like... I can hear Kreia saying that. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like it, right? It's totally a Kreia thing from Knights of the Old Republic too. The thing that the thing that stands out to me on this is that it's a very pessimistic look. Yeah. At the Force, right? Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that she's right? That's a good we've, question. We've talked about the force a lot on this show. We really have. I know. And, and we've spent time talking about how it interacts with people, how people interact with it. But what is the nature of the force? We know it's not good or bad. Is it? Does it and we, have? And, like, it, and, it, when, and we keep hearing about, yeah, that, that plan element. Yeah, good question. Because yeah. like destiny is a powerful word all over Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, especially this arc, right? Yeah. Which right. is what is it? The path of destiny, or something like uh, the that. Destiny, the destiny, the destiny path. path. Close. Um, cl- close. close. No, no scar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe go read them, you <laughs> fucking jerk. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it, it, it kind of mixes in with just sort of that generic philosophical meandering about free will, right? right? Like, right, yeah. If if there is such a thing as destiny, and the force is tied to it what do I have to say about it then? If the force is destiny and the force shapes destiny, can I be responsible for the things I do in the force? Like, can I even be held responsible for being a Sith and like lightning a bus full of orphans, right? Can I, can I, if that was, if that was the destiny, right? (laughs) Yeah. Or, or if not, what does destiny mean? Right. For, force peoples you know yeah huh that's a that's a that's it's one of those it's one of those ones that you just kind of 
got to roll it around for a bit. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I don't know that this is a, there's no solid answer to this. This is going to be something they've let. Okay. So it's ambiguous enough that it could be changed at any time. You know what I mean? Like you could pull from that, whatever you need to pull from it. It's so ambiguous that you can pull from it. Anything that you need. Yeah. Like this, like destiny, Destiny is huge, but it could be used at any time. I mean, God, they 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 lean on it like it's a fucking crutch in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I like about the Mandalorian is there is no destiny in Mandalorian. It's just, it's just people existing within this world. You know, right. And one of the things I'm looking forward to about the High Republic is it doesn't feel like there's destiny involved it feels like these are just jedi doing jedi shit you know like yeah destiny really fucks me up in terms of in terms of this stuff because i don't like it as a or i shouldn't say that i think i actually kind of like it as a narrative concept in terms of the struggle against it yeah and the the finding whether it's a thing or not it can be interesting as story work sure yeah. right yeah but it like if i was a person being confronted with this is your destiny my thought is fuck you <laughs> i make my destiny right yeah. like that's the, yeah. that's the you know yeah i like hold something is my destiny i'm with you on that my destiny and i guess and i guess that's part of luke's struggle here right the, because vader says that it is your destiny Right when he's and that's one of the first. It's like the opening sequence of the whole series here. That's, yeah, that's right. Is yeah. the is the father? I'm your father. Reveal and join me. It is your destiny. He says that in those in those panels. Yeah, and that rings through. In in times. Yeah, and so okay. Well, plus this is. I mean, this is this is this arc. This arc is called the Destiny Path. Right. Like. Now I'm kind of wondering what that means in terms of all this stuff. You know, we're missing something here. The okay, so if we're talking destiny, we're not just talking Luke's destiny either. We can we need to talk about what um what's her name? Commander Zara. Right. She perceives her path as her destiny as well. Yeah. I mean that she does. She has this whole big thing about like how the death, how that started. I fucking did it again. I went to say Death Star when I met Star Destroyer. The fuck is wrong with me every time? God, so <laughs> your shit figured out. Oh, <laughs> but she talks about how there's that big, you know, slash through the hull of the of the Star yeah. Destroyer, and mm-hmm. it's from a piece of, you know, the, the Death Star, uh, the Death Star, like careened yeah. into it the, the death star exploding that killed tarkin and that's yeah. why it's called tarkin's will and she's trying to make amends for you know fucking up or whatever it is and it's like you know these are people that well she so this is a flip side for luke luke struggles with his 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 destiny and she's like fuck yeah this is my destiny she's like I'm meant to do interesting i'm hoping that they continue to play with that this this bears pondering quite a bit yeah it does it does yeah i've sort of exhausted my thought on it though like i can't yeah i'm not i'm not, I'm not advancing anywhere right now you know what i mean right right yeah maybe maybe more will be revealed as we read yeah. more of it because we are going to continue to read the series it um, is our destiny 
Hey. 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 Lorraine. <laughs> I'm your density. Um, I mean, your destiny. So, so, okay. So, yeah, that, all right. All right. Time to flip. I, I wanted to, to <laughs> yeah, I think it's time to flip. But here, I wanted to say one more thing here. The fight with the Inquisitor at the end. Luke is determined. Oh, yeah. He's determined by this point, not just to be a Jedi, but to bring back the order. Mm-hmm. Right. Like by that point, he's like, I'm going to fucking bring the order back. We're, you know, we're going to, we're going to get shit done. Right. What yeah. is he like? 20, 21 years old at that point. Yeah. Right? So wow. like when I was that age, all I was doing was drinking too much and playing NHL 94 in my college dorm room. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, there was no part of me at 20 or 21 that is at all ready for bringing back an order. From... <laughs> not one part, that, not even a tiny littlest part. That guy, that 21-year-old Paul, what a fucking idiot he was. <laughs> I could have brought back the Jedi Order, but I just wanted I to play NHL 94. And I could have brought back the Jedi if I was there. <laughs> Paul, no, you couldn't have. You <laughs> fucking liar, Paul. You're you liar. just could not have. <laughs> so, so what? What lost last time? Do you remember what lost last time? Oh, it was the novelization of uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, so we, so we Jedi. have so we have novelization. You also threw out there at one point. I don't know if we were recording or not, but you said we should think about the Vader series. Oh yeah, from the one a few goes, years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it goes between Sith and New Hope. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we had anything else bouncing around the hopper. Should we just decide between those two? I mean, we can. Are you okay? Are you comfortable okay. with that? Are you comfortable okay. with uh, comfortable Return of the that. Jedi ad- adaptation? Yeah, I found a copy of that. By the way, I, I, I have found it. a copy of that. Yeah, I got it on uh, Amazon for like three bucks or some shit. Oh well, shit. That's the, if it's three bucks, there must be plenty of them available. And so there yeah. are tons of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very good then. Too. So okay, we've got the. We've got the coin. Let's force aside. The flip. Is, let's. Oh, hey, let's when you hold it say, right there, it's got your face on it's it. It's got my face on it. That's funny. <laughs> let's do the heads as the novel. Okay. And the tails, because the tails is Darth Vader. Nice. Then that's the comic series. Classic. Okay. All right. And now we let the force decide. The force will be the flip. Guide. The slap. It is heads. Oh, it's tails. It's, it's tails. Vader. Oh yeah, Vader. Now all of that Vader series is on Marvel Unlimited, and I think the oh, first sweet. the first six issues is one arc. Is one arc. Okay, one well there it is. Sweet. We have we have it right there. Let's do it. Let's That's what we're gonna do. Do it. <laughs> well, next time we do one of the long form, the one of the long form shows, we're gonna be doing the Vader series. But inter, interspersed, yeah. we're gonna have like comic reviews and yeah, mini episodes as well. So yeah, 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 that way you guys don't have to listen to us drone on for like an hour or whatever it is. We've gotten lots of complaints from Jeff. Yeah, Jeff about doesn't, about that. <laughs> never satisfied that Jeff. No, God, son of a bitch. I mean, I love you, Jeff. We love you. Fucking too. all right so we'll see you next time see you next time thanks for listening to great disturbances if you enjoyed our show please leave us a review on itunes podbean or any of your favorite podcast apps 
You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later!